Um, my name is Calvin McCarville, and my podcast is about food shortages and food shortages around the world. Um, so to start off with, the world faces a global food crisis, and there's little being done about it. In countries all over the world, people are not getting the food they need to survive. People have been affected by the coronavirus, and it has made the food shortage even worse for them. People have to work twice as much to survive in this pandemic. Most people that live in slums and poor areas already live in extreme poverty, and the coronavirus lockdowns have caused many more to go hungry and starving. The UN has warned and urged governments to act accordingly to avoid a food disaster because the world is on the verge of a very large large crisis. People and governments need to take action because a global food shortage could have long-term effects on hundreds of millions of people, like kids and adults. However, it is hard to do this because the whole world is in a pandemic and it is hard to get the necessary things to poor people like nutrition and protection. The biggest problem people have is isn't growing crops and harvesting them it's exporting them and not being able to do so because of the bans that they have on exports in different countries due to the pandemic according to the guardian about 50 million people risk falling into extreme poverty this year owing to the pandemic but the long-term effects will be even worse as poor nutrition in childhood causes lifelong suffering and one in five children in the world go starving every night. This means 50 million more people will be hunger and poverty stricken. In fact, in 2017, 821 million people were undernourished alone. So you can imagine how the pandemic has affected all those people around the world. In 2012, the United Nations Secretary General launched the Zero Hunger Challenge, which aimed to create zero loss or waste of food and have all systems of food sustainable and be able to provide food to everyone in the world. So far, it is not looking too good, and it will be unknown when or if this will even be possible in the near future. Businesses and establishments like the Food and Agriculture Organization and the International Fund for Agricultural Development has been trying to reduce the food shortage for poor people for a while, and it's become even harder today to get the proper nutrition to everyone that lives in these poor slums that don't have the access to the right food. The Global Banking at Work is also another organization that supports local food banks around the world in different countries that help to provide hunger relief. According to their website, they are providing crucial support and important communication channels for food banks to prepare and respond to this growing need in over 40 countries. These types of organizations allow people from around the world to help the cause and they accept donations, which helps people who are suffering. In countries like India that has the world's largest food aid system because of how many poor people live there, The pandemic is leaving more and more people without enough. And according to Bloomberg, the government warehouse is is filled to the brim with more than 70 million tons of grain. 
in wheat and rice harvest have surged to records. This overflow of foods is caused by people getting locked out of assistance and food program and the food program being super underfunded. The pandemic disrupts supply chains, cripples economies and consumer purchasing power, and food is stockpiling up in major exporting nations like China, not being eaten and being put to waste. In other countries like Kenya, Colombia, and the Honduras, the coronavirus has caused many people to lose their jobs and has divided the rich and poor and is said to be an equalizer that has exposed the class divide and how deeply these countries' social classes are actually separated. In Honduras, South Africa, and India, there have been protests because of the lockdown restrictions that have impacted people who can't get food they need to survive. In other countries like Zimbabwe, Venezuela, and Iran, the situation for poor people is also likely to deteriorate because these economies were struggling even before the outbreak happened, and it could deal a devastating blow to millions of children and adults. I think that the world needs steps or a plan to conquer food shortages and world hunger. One plan I think that could possibly do this is called a three-point plan. According to The Guardian, a three-point plan uh, aims to repair the world's ailing food systems and prevent further harm. The focuses are to focus on the worst stricken regions to stave off immediate disaster, for governments to prioritize food supply chains to strengthen social protection so that young children, pregnant and breastfeeding women and other at-risk groups, including children who are not receiving school meals in lockdown because of corona, receive adequate nutrition, and to invest in the future by building a global recovery from the pandemic that prioritizes healthy and environmental stable systems so that the world doesn't get put in another food shortage. To me, this plan sounds good, but I doubt everyone will act upon it, and I doubt everyone will try and bring change. I think that another solution is to build food security and an increase in financial inclusion for poor people in poorer countries. I also think that um, countries could call on billionaires and big businesses to boost contributions to fight this ongoing problem, but this will be hard because not many people want to just give their money away. And um, the rich want to get richer and the poor get poorer as a result. But I think over time, the world can solve the food shortage.